0: How much time do you spend on working on slide preparation, refining every single word, the design of the slide? And then you start repeating your speech at home or at work before you start your actual presentation in the meeting room in front of your audience. And then your presentation goes well. You deliver it exactly the way you planned it out. But for some reason, you have the feeling it didn't land. People do not look particularly convinced or excited about what you presented to them. If you want to understand what has happened and shine next time with a compelling presentation that blows everyone away, this episode is for you. Welcome to Charisma Hacks, the show where you get strategies, tools and mind training to learn to speak from your innermost conviction, to own who you truly are and to stand in your full power. I am Ulrike and I am wholeheartedly dedicated to empowering leaders to connect with their authentic self so that they can sparkle from the inside and lead and communicate with Charisma. You certainly are familiar with this. When you start preparing a presentation or a project introduction, for example, or maybe even a sales pitch, you think very carefully about your words. You weigh the pros and cons of what you want to say. You collect your arguments. You make a list of what exactly will certainly be convincing to the audience. And you also create a structure of how you want to tell your story about this particular project. But what if this doesn't land? And we certainly all know the situation where we have the feeling we were completely misunderstood or not understood at all and don't understand what has happened. As promised in the intro, in this episode, I will speak about what has happened and I will also give you a very simple key what you can do to make your presentation compelling, convincing, and make it a presentation that lands with your audience. I will speak in this episode about the limbic system. The limbic system is hosting our amygdala, where we have the famous fight and flight mode you certainly heard about already. The limbic system is a small part of our brain. It sits right in the center of it, and it's roughly... 500 times older than our neocortex. Our neocortex is the frontal part of our brain where we have our language and which is the area of our brain that distinguishes us most from other mammals. We are particularly proud of this part of the brain, of this famous neocortex. However, the part of the brain that is actually taking decisions for us, very quick and prompt decisions, are sitting in the limbic part of our brain, in this very, very small and very old area of our brain. And because it is so old, we refer to it in any given situation where we have to make quick decisions. Because this part of our brain has a lot of experience, far more than the neocortex. And this is why so many decisions we take are taking in a pretty instinctive and rapid way. We cannot afford weighing pros and cons for every single thing we have to decide, say, or do. And this is why we need this part of our brain every single day, multiple times. It is in action all day long, and it is guiding a big part of our emotions. In this episode, I will explain to you the key drivers that we have in this limbic system. And once you will have understood these key drivers... You will understand your own profile, first of all, and then you can also evaluate the profile of the people in your audience properly. And by this, you can shape your message in a far more compelling way. So what are these key drivers that we have in the limbic system? The first driver I would like to mention is stimulants. People who have a dominant driver that is called stimulants are interested in everything that is new. They get excited by new roles. They most likely like change. They are the guys who are the early adopters of new products, for example. Maybe they are true adventure seekers as well. The second driver is dominance. People have dominance as a dominant driver set themselves big, big, hairy goals and they have a high level of perseverance. They do everything they can to achieve their goals. They are very autonomous people and very competitive people as well. People with the driver, dominance, are motivated by status and power. They love to have a great job title and they are striving strongly for success. Oftentimes, CEOs and other key business leaders have dominance as their key driver in their limbic system. However, people who have dominance in their limbic system as a key driver are pretty reluctant to change. So in some ways, they are a counterplay to people who have stimulants as a key driver in their brain. And then the third driver is balance. Balance is all about stability and security, keeping your habits alive. Don't change too much. The big majority of people has balance as a very strong driver anchored in their limbic system. And this is why it is so hard to move change projects forward. This is why there is so much resistance about change. And when you have a lot of people who are mainly balance driven people in your team, you will find it hard to move with them to new horizons because everything that is new is perceived as a threat to them. Balance is such a big area that it is divided into two sub-areas. One is still called balance, it's all about stability and safety, and the other one is called harmony. People who have harmony as their key driver in the limbic system are the ones that never forget a birthday. They are the ones that are organizing certainly your summer barbecue and they are always caring about the team. For them, restructuring processes are particularly hard because they feel so much for everyone who is concerned that distresses stresses them a lot. Understanding these four different categories that are stimulants, dominance, balance, and harmony helps you to understand how people tick, what triggers an emotion, and why are they reacting sometimes in such an unexpected way, in a way that you can't understand or relate to at all. Now let's make this tangible for you and applicable to your own life. I guess that you already started to think about what of these four key drivers is actually a dominant driver for you. And depending on your profile, you might have two key drivers who are very strong and maybe they're like opponents. For example, stimulants is a direct opponent to balance. You can see there's a big gap in between however you can have these two drivers as two very strong drivers within yourself and that leads to you taking decisions that are sometimes contradictory and sometimes not logical now you understand why but this is also true for your co-workers your team members your peers They also have sometimes contradictory reactions and this is where the limbic system kicks in because it makes us react in a very spontaneous way. And it's not always reflected. We are triggered by emotions, every single action that we take is triggered by an emotion and this emotion comes out of us, this limbic system. When we have as a strong driver balance and you come up with a new exciting change project and you're a stimulants person who sees a lot of opportunity in this new project because you believe that this is the future and you sell it with this whole energy and your whole conviction about this to your team full of balanced people what will they do? They will sit there, they will listen to you and the only thing they feel is anxiety. Because for them new things are by nature a threat. And you are standing there with your stimulants personality, not understanding at all why they don't get the point point. Whereas you prepare so properly and all the arguments why this new project is promising and exciting are rock-solid. You cannot understand why the audience is not following you. And this is simply because you communicated this project to them from your stimulants perspective. And they cannot understand if they don't have stimulants themselves as a strong driver anchored in their limbic system. So if you want to land a message properly, you need to adapt it to the audience and you need to step out of this little comfort zone that we all too often use when we prepare our messages or our presentations. We usually only come from our own perspective. And our own perspective is mainly shaped to simplify it by these four drivers that we have in the limbic system. Now the first thing that you can do is to understand your own driver. And I think instinctively you know what drives you most. Is it stimulants? Is it dominance? Is it balance? Is it harmony? Is it a combination of two or maybe even three? Is there maybe a difference in your professional versus your private life? That can be as well. Or depending on the things that you have to do where your drivers kick in in a different way. Reflect a bit on yourself. If it's not obvious to you which is your strongest or which are your strongest drivers. And then look at the people you want to speak to. If you're a leader, this is mainly your team, your direct reports. I'm sure you know them very well. And I'm sure that you can evaluate roughly what key driver is motivating them most. And by this, you can shape your message in a totally different way. To illustrate a little bit more how a message can be perceived, I would like to use the example of a promotion. Imagine someone gets a promotion. If this person has dominance as a key driver, they will think, wow, I have a new title. I'm so proud of myself. I climbed up the career ladder. This will give me much more possibilities to contribute. And I will have just much more for say when it comes to important decisions. Great. I love it. When a stimulant person gets a promotion, they will think, wow, great. A whole ocean of new opportunities, a lot of new things to learn. I'm stepping out of my comfort zone, I'm going towards something new, I love it. When a balanced person gets a promotion, they will think, okay, great, I have a promotion now, I will have a higher salary, this will give me much more financial stability in the future, I'm happy that that happened. But at the same time, I'm a little bit anxious about what's coming up next because now I have to do a lot of new things. And actually, I'm pretty worried about this. A harmony people will react to your promotion, sometimes even in a negative way. A harmony person might think first, oh my God, I have to leave my team. I will lose my whole social network. Maybe they don't like me anymore then because I'm now operating on a different level. Will I feel lonely? I don't really want that. It's probably not my thing. Can you see these huge differences in regards to a very classic thing that is happening in the business world every day, such as a promotion? If you want to use this knowledge about the four key drivers in your favor, you can do a few very concrete things. When you have stopped listening to this podcast, when you have some time to sit down and think about the audience you will speak to next time, map out what limbic drivers the people in the audience have. If you're a team leader, map out your direct reports. I'm sure you know them very well. Just think about what they are motivated by. What is motivating them? Is it rather status and power? Is it something like the connection with other people? Are they striving for something new or is it rather about staying safe, stable, secure? You don't have to be a psychologist to identify the different profiles that you have in your audience. When I'm working with my clients, they find it usually pretty easy. Because you know the people and instinctively you know what is a dominant driver or maybe two dominant drivers for them. And when you know who you are speaking to, you can shape your message in a totally different way. To round off this session, I would like to propose you a very simple exercise to understand how different your message can sound when you adapt it to the four different drivers. Imagine that you have to sell a house. And then imagine that you sell it to a person who has stimulants as a key driver. What will you say about the house? And then you imagine you sell a house to a person who has dominance as a key driver. What will you say then? And then you do the same exercise by imagining you sell a house to a balance-oriented person and last not least to a harmony profile. And then compare your four messages. Do they have something in common? I can tell you already now that they will have nothing or near to nothing in common. This is how different these four drivers are. And this is why it is so important to come up with a message that fulfills the needs of people with each of these drivers. Because when you have a group of people, a mixed group of people, where you have all four categories, and this is most likely the case in most meetings that you are holding, then you will have to address all four drivers. And once you have done the exercise with the house, you will understand that you cannot address the four drivers with the same argument. So when you prepare your message next time, You do not come just from your own perspective of what is a good argument for the project. You come up with arguments coming from the four different perspectives so that you give food to each of the profiles. And then you will see that you will create a connection to each singular person who is in the audience, and not only to those who have a similar profile to you. I am sure that this tool helps you, and I would love to learn about how it goes did you implement it? Did you try that out? What is your own profile versus the profiles that you have in your audience? And what have you done to change your message and to present your message the next time in a different way? I'd love to hear more. Please get in contact with me. Send me an email at contact at You can find the address also in the show notes. And I'm looking forward to hearing from you. Thank you for listening to Charisma Hacks. If you want to level up your profile and become a charismatic leader able to communicate, engage and motivate in an inspiring and authentic way, you've come to the right place. Subscribe now to this show or reach out to me and get more strategies, tools and mind training to sparkle from the inside.